Weird. Hello, Craig. Today is episode 279 of the Weird Podcast, Monday, May 27th. And last week, you mentioned that it was my birthday. That's correct. Today is my sister's birthday. Well, happy birthday, Craig's sister. Her name's Pam. She happy probably doesn't birthday. listen because she probably doesn't know how to get to a podcast, but uh, <laughs> it's her uh, it's her birthday. She's 783. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen. Not anymore. Not like she used to. She can't. Just for really. that. <laughs> now, she's got six years on us, so she's on up there. That's My brother has six years on us. I mean, He's got a lot more than that on you. <laughs> oh, yes, he does. Hey, this is Craig. My name's Aaron. And this is the podcast with all the weird news you can use to blow a fuse. And it's all true. It's all true. But first, got to get to some podcast rules. Yeah, this is, this is a podcast that has rules. We're going to make this quick because you heard it every other show. We're going to get quick, real quick through this. Ready? Yeah. Only true stories. When a bad guy's mentioning a story but only two names, we must add an Alan to the middle to complete the official bad guy and name. And reading a story with quotes, we have to read it using the accent to emulate the area, the geographical location. Only one official band name per episode per co-host. Uh, and we're going to skip five. Five's ep- and we're going to skip six. <laughs> so Yeah, let's just skip them. They really aren't really important anyway. Let's knock out this business and we'll get to the top story. So, Pell Performance. You know, I've got those, uh, those compression socks. Yeah, I wore them I camping. Have, Not I, yours. I wore mine camping. That's where they went. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to order some for Glenna. I, mean, I told you Glenna wanted some. Yeah, you did. I've got to get some uh, order for yes, her. Yes, we got to do that. we got to get, get her a pair of those uh, socks. She picked some out. I sent them to you. Do you still have what I sent you? No. I sent you I don't know that I got that. You're really worthless. But anyway, PELT stands for Performance Equipment Leading Technology. It's a company that offers products that help enhance physical capabilities, whether a professional athlete or a weekend warrior or an individual just trying to perform daily activities. Aaron, at his his advanced age, (laughs) he needs it because he gets those hideous blue veins up and down his whole body. I do not. Up and down his I don't neck, get his arms, veins. His If I nose. did, these would take care of that, He's though. got a uh, compression nose sock. <laughs> Dude, I don't even, that doesn't even exist. Um, but anyway, Aaron, tell them about this product, because you love this product. Well, these socks are... I, I call them smart socks, because... They're not helping you. The fabric actually compresses where you need it. Right. So they... And this is just the socks because Pelt Performance has backpacks. They've got all kind of weird, cool stuff now. But the socks are what I'm so crazy about. And I wear them every day. Not the same pair. I've got a few pair of these. Wear them every day. Love them to death. They just keep keep your energy up all day. Is that, you know. is that what's wrong with you? Yeah. Hey, is. you can go to PeltPerformance.com. That's P-E-L-T Performance.com. That's P-E-L-T Performance.com. Use Weird Podcast as the discount code and you get 15% off. All right, right before we get to the top story, album of the week, Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and Reynolds. Okay, first uh, top story. Fallen in Love I from the 70s. I, I mean, that does sound like something it's from the 70s. It's pretty smooth. It's, it's, it's really good. I, I, Soulful? Yeah, I didn't get very far in my Alpha Project this week because I was out in the woods all weekend when I'm normally at home working and listening to mm-hmm. albums, but... Anyway. I thought you said your Alpha Project. That's it. Yeah, the Alpha Project. Your album. Album. No, it's the Alpha Project, because I'm listening to my albums alphabetically. Oh! Yeah, Alpha Project. And I'm in the H's, and that's why I listen to Hamilton, Joe Frank. Have you listened to any Alpha Parsons Project? Uh, I listened to Alan Parsons Project. Absolutely. You know, I turned on um, uh, Eye in the Sky the other day. That's a good one. 
not on shuffle. You got to listen to it from beginning to end. That's right. So good. That's the way I listen to all albums. You know what makes me happy is when I've got my uh, Apple Music playing. Doesn't matter. Give me an MP3 player, whatever you choose. And it and it and it. You got those songs that go with no stop in the middle. Yeah. They just go from, just like phase the right cars, into it. The cars moving in stereo mm-hmm. goes into like got a lot of my head or something. I can't remember what it. Candio. Candio is what it is. Goes, it goes to Candio. And, uh, and I love that when technology works with you. And the other day, I thought it's going to make a little hiccup. It's going to play this. It's going to go an eye in the sky. It's going to have a little, little hiccup, you know, between. Yeah. Didn't do it. It's smooth as glass. As close as it's going to be without being an LP. Well, let's get to this. Mass teacher, that's a really big person, accused <laughs> of planting live ammo at school, then calling the police. Southbridge, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Who made that word up? That's a long word. A Southbridge teacher is accused of leaving ammunition in a school stairwell Thursday morning before calling police to report it. What's wrong with people? Southbridge police said a high school biology teacher, Alfred Allen Purcell the third, fifty-seven of Woodstock, Connecticut, reported to staff that he had just found five. I'm sorry, found one live round of 9mm ammunition in the rear stairwell. The school was placed on lockdown. Lockdown. Down, lockdown. Down, down, down. During the lockdown, police and Southbridge High School staff reviewed video footage. Stupid idiot. And saw Purcell <laughs> removing the live round of ammunition from his pocket, dropping it in, uh, dropping it on the floor, and quickly leaving the area. I don't see nothing. Ding. About 10 minutes later, the video shows Purcell standing over the ammunition and taking a picture of it with a cell phone. Uh, Police said Purcell then used a school-issued portable radio to request assistance in the stairwell from the school administration and a school resource officer, also known as a police officer. Purcell then returned to his class with his students during the lockdown, which lasted about an hour, police said. There uh, There were no kids injured. Nobody was seriously impacted by this other than we want. Uh, we went into a lockdown for an hour and we had to investigate the teacher who was doing things he shouldn't be doing, <laughs> said Chief Shane Woodson of the Southbridge Police Department. Purcell was arrested at the school. Police said he admitted to intentionally dropping the live round of ammunition into the stairwell to yeah, prove, I did prove the school that uh, proved the school that they needed to get metal detectors. Police, yeah, because he walked. He, he could have just walked in with it in his pocket and proved it. Well, he's a teacher. He can come in the back door. But metal detectors on all doors would, if he wanted to prove that point, he could have just walked through the front door through the metal yeah. detectors. I mean, without. I'm sorry, just through the front door. There were no metal detectors because he says they need them. Correct. So he could just walk in the door and said, "Look, I got this. I just walked right in with this. Here's my point I made." I don't think this has. I don't. I really think that's an excuse. I think this is a case of Munchausen. Man, he wants some attention. Yeah. Uh, police and officers detected the faint odor of alcoholic beverage. Oh, we're done. <laughs> he was drunk. He was drunk. <laughs> On Purcell's breath, but he denied consuming any alcoholic beverages. No, no, no. This individual acted in a disgusting manner. I feel very badly for the students because it is an adult who failed them, said Jeffrey Viller, who sounded just like the other guy that talked a minute ago. <laughs> a search of Purcell's vehicle yielded 102 live rounds of 20-gauge shotgun ammunition in the trunk. Police said it was later confirmed that Purcell's license to carry a firearm was expired in Connecticut. Police said Purcell was charged with two counts uh, of the unlawful possession of ammunition, two counts of carrying ammunition on school grounds, uh, disturbing a school assembly, 
disorderly conduct and disturbing the peace. What a goofball. I don't know. Do you, do you have to have a victim, Munchausen? Munchausen? Munchausen by proxy? Or is that is that when you like want attention? You seek attention by abusing somebody? Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go ahead and hit this then. I don't know if that would be classified the same way. I think I think he just had a he just had an urge to feel important, and he was going to make them, and he wanted to Look be. What I found. Yeah. Or you know, or, or trying to make them listen to what he's been telling. In other words, he wanted to contribute something important. They wouldn't listen. So he was going to do it. So he would get that that big hurrah and be the guy that. Of course, he was too stupid. That sounds like Munchausen. Kind of. I'm not a doctor. All right. <laughs> Are you um, sure? I've watched doctors on TV, okay. and I've visited a couple doctors. Headline is, Louis Vuitton wins lawsuit against poo-shaped purse maker Pooey Vuitton. Good, because there should not be anything shaped like poo that's a purse or anything else. <laughs> Louis Vuitton and its parent company, LVMH, have been tangled up in a new lawsuit, having been very protective over its signature logos and graphics, which every company should be. This label is now being sued by Los Angeles MGA Entertainment Company, which believes the house is too overprotective. Entertainment Company. The subject of the controversy is MGA's 59. Good grief, that's a $60 purse. Uh, That's cheap. The Pooey Paton. Pooey Paton. Which is poo-shaped plastic case filled with a selection of toys and slime designed to resemble Louis Vuitton's iconic Takashi Murakami handbag. Murakami. Tukashi Murakami. Murakami handbag. The purse is white and covered in rainbow-colored symbols. No reasonable customer would mistake the Pui product for Louis Vuitton handbag, said MGA in the lawsuit. Uh, Louis Vuitton previously complained that the use of the Pui name and Pui product in association with the product line of a magical unicorn poop <laughs> is intended to criticize or comment upon the rich and famous, the Louis Vuitton name, the LV marks, and on their conspicuous consumption. Now, at what point is this satire and it's okay? Does it have to just, it can't look so much like it or something? I don't know. I don't know because music, look at Weird Al. His songs sound a lot like the originals. Yeah. But they're all awesome. And he just asked permission out of just Kindness. courtesy. Yeah. yeah. Um, MGA Entertainment is is suing the brand due to the fashion house's history of not respecting parody rights in the U.S. and filing vexatious lawsuits against such protected parody. Oh, so they're saying it is a parody and it yeah. should be protected. It remains to see uh, what the outcome of the controversy will be, but make sure to stay tuned uh, to the Weird Podcast <laughs> now for, for any <laughs> any updates. And if I can find the update theme song. <laughs> Where is the update? Give us the update. We want the update now. Where is the update? Where is it? Give us the update. We want it. We want the update now. So, Craig, you remember earlier we had a story about Pooey Paton. Uh, yeah, I do Louis remember Paton. something well, about I've that. Got a, yeah. I've got an update about that story. Oh, good. I was yeah. wondering. It seemed like forever since we were, we were waiting to get that. Following months of discussion, Business of Fashion reports that a judge has dismissed a lawsuit against Louis Vuitton filed by the maker of the Pooey Paton Well, that's in reverse. Purses. They're suing Louis. I thought Louis was suing no, them. No, no. They were suing Louis because Louis would not let them continue making these. Okay. On May 14th, Los Angeles Judge John Walter asserted that MGA Entertainment's case didn't demonstrate any actual controversy between the two. 
originally filed last year, the lawsuit by MGA, which we've just discussed. Judge John Walter approved Louis Vuitton's dismissal of the case, stating the court need look only to the fact that Louis Vuitton has not sued MGA based on its trademark rights in the U.S. So he's saying that Louis Vuitton is barking, but they're not really biting. They're just... They're, they're trying to do scare tactics, but since they haven't actually sued them, right. why are you countersuing them or why are yeah. you going after them? They it's ridiculous. They haven't actually stopped you. Louis Patton needs to get out of here. Give me somber music. Somber. Uh-oh, let's How see. How about just a darn it? Darn it. Okay. Grumpy Cat, internet sensation. I love Grumpy Cat. Dies at age seven. Young for a cat. Yeah. Yeah, but not... Did I mean, you see people wasted no time. Did you see the picture of Grumpy Cat in Heaven? So yes. I, I hate it. Yes, I saw that the day I saw this story. The world's most famous frowning feline. Uh, I said feline. That's Rawr. okay. That's where it came feline from. Feline <clears throat> has passed away at age seven. Her owners made the announcement Friday morning saying she had a urinary tract infection that became too tough for her to overcome. She died in the arms of her mom, Tabitha, on not Tuesday. Not her mom. Uh, not her mom. Her owner. Her owner. But it says mom. Social media won't be the same without her, n- nor will Tabitha's bank account. <laughs> Grumpy Cat will they live made on a lot of money. In those memes. They did make a lot of money, but that cat's just... Uh, I don't know. He's just funny. He's funny. Because he's, he's not actually grumpy. He's got a scowl. But it's just his face. Just the <laughs> face God gave him. Look at your face. I'm looking at yours right now. It's pretty. <laughs> not... Shut up. Headline is. Oh, this is disgusting. Wait, you better take it down under. Headline is, Australians told to stop kissing, uh, stop French kissing cows. Wee wee, curly boom boom. After. (laughs) You all right? Austrians told. Oh, I'm glad. I thought it was Australia. You're you're the one who usually does that. (laughs) Stop. That got me. Austrians told to stop French, French kissing cows after bizarre challenge sweeps social media. Snogging cows with or without tongues is all the rage in Austria, endangering the animals and those smooching them. Warren officials, the disturb, and the, I saw some pictures of this crazy. Well, why it is would gross. you look at that? Oh, well, because it was right here with this story. People walking around trying to spit oh gosh. Uh, grass out of their mouth. <laughs> the disturbing trend has been promoted by Swiss app Castle, which launched its bizarre cow kiss challenge to raise money for charity. No thanks. But the practice has been slammed with politicians and farming officials saying that it's creating a nuisance and could lead to people getting trampled to death by upset cows, particularly those with calves. Or breaking hearts of cows everywhere. The app has been encouraging people in Switzerland, Germany, and Austria to kiss cows for a good cause since launching its cuckusk challenge, whatever that is. As a result, people have been filmed wandering in onto paddocks, approaching cows before puckering up and smooching the animals, the confused animals, that is. Tyrol's state veterinary director, Joseph Kosler, said, This is very strange. No, I should probably talk like Arnold. Oh, did you see Arnold get kicked in the back this week? No. He was in Africa promoting something or, or doing something. A jump rope competition. And he uh, somebody ran a... a a guy ran across the basketball court where they were and did a flying intentionally trying to kick him yes and kicked him in the back and then he landed and hit. Arnold barely moved it does like he's Arnold actually even at 70 or whatever 71 yeah and he said he said it was like a mosquito kicking a rhino let me see him do that to Chuck Norris why would you do that though after I saw the video I thought what got into this this guy 
Do you think? I, I think it's like if you and I were over there, you'd look at me and say, "I got." I wouldn't. I give, I give you twenty anybody. bucks right now. I wouldn't do that. You say you, you ain't a man if you don't go kick Arnold Schwarzenegger in the back. <laughs> see, right see, now. I, see him do that to Mike Tyson. Hey, who did that? That's a good my pigeon at hey, you. Somebody kiss me. As soon as I get over there, I'm gonna be kicking you all over the place. Over there, bite you in the ear. Wash me. So anyway, what is this? It no. That's all you had. <laughs> he added, the animals must not be incur- encountered in any way. Attacking unknown animals is irresponsible for self-protection and animal welfare. Hey, Taco Bell's opening a hotel. Hey, you'll get a discount. Taco... Why? Oh, yeah, you're right. I will. Taco Bell is opening a pop-up hotel. All of those books. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Oh, this one has tacos in it. Yeah, it does. Can you imagine a book every time you open it up, every time a fresh taco pops out? Oh, don't. Like a magical pop-up book. We need to to get the the lab on working on that. It's going to involve some black magic, which may go against a few of our... uh, (laughs) Our religious Our beliefs. Religious beliefs. Yes. Taco Bell is opening up a pop-up hotel this summer. Take a moment to let that sink in. A Taco Bell hotel opening for a limited to- limited time. Oh, they should call it Taco Tail. Taco Tail. Taco Tail. You work on that. Get back with me. Okay. Opening for a limited time in Palm Springs, California, the Bell, a Taco Bell hotel and resort, will be an immersive experience designed to celebrate and pamper the world's biggest fans of the fast food change. We already uh, we're already in the hospitality business. Taco Bell chief brand officer Marissa Dahlberg, who talks like a man, said, <laughs> "This is more of an immersive form of hospi- uh, hospitality where people can really soak up the experience of uh, a brand and a destination." Horse also brutality. talks a little bit like uh, what's his face? He used to uh, used to do Sniglets. What was his name? Sniglets. Brad. Uh, crap. What was his name? <laughs> Brad know. Hall. No one. Brad Hall. Anyway. And from the looks of it, there will be plenty to soak up. A lot of grease, too. Um, <laughs> though the fine details are still in the works, guests at the hotel can expect the entire hotel to be infused with a Taco Bell twist. You know, they actually called, they got those things called twists. Yeah. So I guess Cinnamon be, twists. Yeah. They're delicious. And including, pull, you make those at home, but not twists, but you can make the similar thing at home. I don't. I can tell you how. I don't. I can tell you how if I want to. <laughs> you can leave your crisp behind. Because <laughs> the crisp I make, the ones that I bake... <laughs> They're no crisp of mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Including poolside cocktails, a gift shop with plenty of swag, and Taco Bell hops to carry your luggage uh, to Bell your Taco hops. Bell inspired room. This is one of the situations of, <clears throat> you know, you, you knew you could, you just didn't think of whether or not you should. <laughs> yeah. I'd stay there. Of course you would. <laughs> they like, should have them only now on the border. Got, now, now, if they've got free, like, in your room, like, Nacho Bell Grande's just sitting around. like a, That's what I'm saying. And think of the free breakfast bar you get. It's got those. They got a good breakfast. Uh, I had something that was okay. Anyway. I like their breakfast. Oh, good. I'm glad you did. Like Thank any you. good hotel, the Bell will also feature extra services, like on-site salon offering Taco Bell nail art, fades, and braid bar, whatever that is, because who wants, who doesn't want tacos on your nails while eating the taco in your hand? Uh, it'll be playful. She still talks like a man, by the way. It'll be <laughs> playful, but absolutely one of the most legitimate, fun, cool hotel experiences one can have, said Fallberg. Obviously, there will be food, including the classics we know and love, plus a new menu, surprises only available at the hotel, and that's not if that's not enough, there will be a daily happier hour and saucy, get it, snacks yeah. to keep the guests fueled for Taco Madness. Reservations for the Bell, the Taco Bell Hotel and Resort will open in June, but exact dates are yet to be announced. According to Thalberg, reservations will be on first-come, first-served basis. The hotel is currently scheduled to open August 9th, 2019. I hope that fans 
the, that are lucky ones to gr- I just hope they have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we should go to California and, and try to. We should we should see if we could get a reservation. I couldn't even get into Chef Mickey at Disney World. <laughs> Headline is: Man says wife died, but he brought her on a road trip anyway. This, this immediately makes me think of That's, vacation with Aunt yeah. Edna. Aunt Edna, Aunt on, the Edna on the roof. Uh, this is from Eloy, Arizona. Police in Ar- Eloy. Police in Arizona say a detective making a traffic stop on Interstate 10 was speaking to the driver from Oklahoma when he noticed. I wonder if he could hear him if he was speaking to him all the way from Oklahoma. He's very loud. Yeah, oh, is he? Is he loud? Yeah, very loud. <clears throat> speaking to him, uh, speaking to a driver from Oklahoma when he noticed the man's dead wife in the passenger seat. What would you do? I mean. How- Dead people have a look. She'd have to have sunglasses on to look like uh, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. And have her arms. Oh, I know what he's doing. He's driving in the, in the high occupancy lane with his. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Eloy police said. She's that, just a heavy sleeper. <laughs> said in a statement. She sleeps like the dead. Said in a statement <laughs> that 70-year-old Rodney Puggett. Well, I guess it better be Rodney Allen Puggett, even though he's not like. Right. You know. Said what? Monday that his 70 fear, 70 fear, his 74 year old wife, Linda Puckett, died at a hotel in Texas and that he put her body in the vehicle before continuing their trip. That's not the right way to handle that. You need to pick up a phone. It's not really abuse of a corpse, though. It's he put her no. he put her in a seat belt. Yeah, I don't assume. think it's abuse of a corpse. That would be the law that he would break, right? Uh, there's Unless probably, there's a health issue. Of yeah, I some bet sort. there's another another issue there. Puckett was arrested on suspicion of abandonment and concealment of a dead body. But concealed, she was in the front seat. <laughs> it's not known whether he has an attorney. Uh, the body was turned yeah, over. Yeah, that guy's a deadbeat. <laughs> the body was turned over to Penal County Medical Examiner's Office to determine the cause of death. Police did not respond to requests for additional information, including the couple's hometown in Oklahoma or their destination. So, if you're on a road trip with your wife who passes away. Pick up the phone, Craig. Just call an ambulance. Yes, Maybe you, you got the money to. for an ambulance. I don't know. Stuff her in the trunk. Well, he's seventy. He's so stuff her in the trunk. He's been around a while. No. Put her in a tar- on a tarp on top of the car. Yes, that's what. Well, it's nice to add the tarp in case it rains. Well, it, it, it doesn't it, frighten it children. That. Right. Right. Are we here already? Yes, we are. It's time for the Mark Patch Top Ten. Now, you remember... Another list that will surely make you shake your head and cry in your great big pillow. We had uh, the most iconic songs of the uh, 90s last uh, last yeah, this Friday, is a bad list. Or last this, this is a bad list. How do you know? You had not even read it yet. There's some good ones, I guess. And we're, I'm going to... Uh, TheTopTens.com have a list like this for each decade, so we're going to hit I think there's some all. other songs that are missing, though. Okay, we'll, we'll discuss. Um, number 10, top 10 most iconic 80s songs. Number 10, whatever. Sweet Child O' Mine, Guns N' Roses. I agree with that one. That mm. one should be on there. It's not that iconic. No, it is. I, don't, I just don't want it to be. Well, it is. You can't make it be. <laughs> I didn't make it be. Let it be. Number nine, Go. top 10 most iconic 80s songs, When Doves Cry by Prince. Number eight. Wait, how do you how do you feel about that one? Is that iconic? Yeah, that's an iconic '80s tune. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Number. Are you happy now? Number eight. There's another one. Billy Jean, Michael Jackson. Yeah, and that I agree with every one of these actually. But there's a lot of MTV songs that aren't even on here that were well, huge. They were huge '80s. They were huge. Is there, is there, there's no Van Halen on here. Well, hang on. Hang it's, on. it's not on here. Well, just hang on. I don't, we're not through it yet. We'll discuss. All right. 
Uh, number seven, money for nothing. But your chicks straits. for free. That's right. Number six, top ten most iconic eighty song songs. Don't stop believing. Journey. That one definitely belongs on this list. Number five of the top ten. They have their own video game. They have a pinball machine too. They had their own video. I remember the horrible video game. game. Yeah, the the little eagle thing flew in. They had their faces in there. Yeah. Uh, Number number five, top ten most iconic eighty songs. It's the end of the world as we know it by REM. Yep, pretty iconic. Yep. Where's Love Shack? Anyway, number four, Thriller, Michael Jackson. Number three, Every Breath You Take by the Police. I love the Police. Well, they they are helpful, yeah, and it's friendly. If you need something, if someone's uh, harming you or threatening you, that's who you you call Andy Summers. Yeah, you don't call Stuart Copeland. <laughs> By the way, I've got one of his albums. Does he know? <laughs> Number two, and and on this song, there's a great acoustic version on uh, on YouTube. You need to go find it. Okay, I'll check Changes it. Changes the song completely. And, and the, does the is can the dude get old and ugly? Because he looks as good or better than he did back in the day. Number two. Take on me, aha. Uh-huh. And number he, one, he, real quick, that, that is a Take great. Time. Go go look up the acoustic version of the guy. Guy looks great. The guy's in his like mid mid late fifties. I don't know. He looks great. Don't look as good as us, but you know, he looks. <laughs> Do you like that song? I love that song. And when you listen to that song in the acoustic slowed down version, yeah, you start hearing the lyrics you never paid attention to before because the music oh, kind of overwhelmed the music was so good the melody yeah and the video you kind of forget i mean i never really listened to the lyrics i was so into the music and the melody and the melody and the the video was so cool and you start listening to it and it's like he makes it almost somber do you remember uh the first time i ever saw that video was they played it before a movie back yeah, in the 80s I remember that. and it blew my mind yeah, it's such a it, it was probably the first music video that was like because up until then we had concert videos mostly on mtv or or we had well, they had a lot of pre-done videos, but this Nothing was like this. the time they took on this one. Yeah, it's amazing. And it was such a cool, that retro comic look, and yeah. it was so cool. And she crumbled up in the trash can the, yeah. at the end. It's, it's so awesome. Cool. It's, it's great. Uh, number one, top ten, most iconic 80s song, Little Red Corvette by Prince. Where's, uh, wh- wh- you didn't play your thing at the, I thought there was like an end of the, th- there you go, thank you. Yeah. Where's Power of Love? It's not a top 10 iconic. But it was a huge iconic because Back to the Future. Yes, but it's not a top 10 iconic. Where hit. is um, Jesse's girl? I don't know where she is. I think is. she works at the Five and Dime down. No. <laughs> that one's definitely not an iconic <laughs> 80s song. They are. I'm not. They're I, 80 songs. They're, no, they were huge chart toppers. Well, so was Ario Speedwagon. Where's you Love Shack? Love Shack? Take you, it on the run. Love Shack. I'm sure there's probably a crappy Ario song in there somewhere that probably should be in here. Absolutely. Well, there's no crappy Ario songs. Well, I take that back. Gary left the band in the in the. Let's 90s. see. Whoever. Uh, I know there's there's a lot more. I mean, look at even like we mentioned Billy Squire. These are just the top. T- this, no, these are, say this is these the are, list uh, of 80s iconic. These well, are the we, top 10. Well, we know that. The MP, whatever it is called, the top tens, whatever yeah, is the probably one of the com. is the worst website for top tens. <laughs> it's, it's not. We get great lists. Where's the Ramones? There should be some Ramones. Oh, on now you are changing your tune a little. Let's Freak Bop is a very iconic. I'm not Rock and Roll High School. Rock, 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 rock. Or is that the seventies? That might no, that was eighties. Yeah, you're in your eighties. <laughs> no, I am not yet. You look like it. I hope I make it. Hey, yeah, we're at another already at the end of an episode. I feel like we should just sit around and talk. Yeah, let's just talk about let's it. Let's just talk about it. Episode 279. We're coming up fast on episode 300, Craig. I know. Can you believe it's all over? <laughs> I'd like to say hello to uh, my pops and my mom. What about Alan? But not my brother. 
Who are your sister? Angie Renee. Hello, Angie Renee. But not Alan. Nope, not my brother. I'm still sore about the uh, Easter incidents and the Christmas incidents. You gotta let go, man. I do. I really should. Life would be a breeze. Life is just a fantasy. Can you live the fantasy life? life? Yeah. Talk about <laughs> pop music. Talk about pop music. New York, London, Paris, Munich. Everybody talk about pop music. Talk about weird news. Hey, give us a rating somewhere, please. Please just go click the little stars and give us like 700 stars. Oh, and also if you got any uh, famous people you know, tell them to listen. Please. Thanks.